This is Thursday, April 14th of Holy Week, and Thursday is called in the church calendar Maundy Thursday. The word Maundy is taken from the word mandate. On the night of the Passover, this night, Jesus asked his disciples to become servants just as he had been their servant. You see, during the meal, Jesus got up and wrapped a towel around his waist and washed the disciples' feet. Then he told them that they were to love each other the way he had loved them. This is how the world would know and see Jesus. Now on Thursday evening, as it turned into Friday, this was crammed with events and teaching. John the Apostle, who wrote this gospel, tries to capture all of it, but there's just too much. Today we are going to jump ahead to see Jesus' plan to bring his followers into the family of God. This is John 14, verse 15 to 20. If you love me, Jesus said, you will keep my commandments. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Yet a little while in the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. In that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Now Jesus is giving this teaching as the Passover meal comes to an end. He's preparing to walk with his disciples out to the Garden of Gethsemane, where he will spend the night in prayer up until his arrest. That word Gethsemane means place of crushing. It was given that name because there was a very large olive press there. This garden is on the Mount of Olives, where there was a large olive grove and a press for drawing the olive, the oil from the fruit. It becomes a place of crushing for Jesus as well. How meaningful that name. Now before he walks there with his disciples, he teaches them about what will happen next. Leaving the disciples at this point will create an immense trauma for them. Will they be alone to carry out their mission? Who will guide them and lead them in the days when Jesus is gone? Here is where Jesus explains the role of the Spirit of God. And here is what we need to know. Jesus gave his disciples the Spirit and to all that trust in him. The Spirit will be with them and us forever. Even when we are joined to the Father in the kingdom of Jesus, the Spirit of God will be upon us and with us. The Spirit is the ever-present presence of God and those who belong to those who belong to Jesus. The Spirit keeps us from feeling like orphans by reminding us that we have a loving Heavenly Father who cares for us and is always for us. I remember when I was pastoring in New Jersey, one of my ministry interns decided he wanted to locate his birth parents. Often this is just not possible. His birth certificate had been corrected to record his adoptive parents rather than his biological ones. So how could he get his hands on that information? Well, he tracked down the adoption agency that had handled the adoption. But they could not legally give him the information. 
but slowly over many months and a couple of years, the details began to come forth. He learned the high school his mother had graduated in what year. He got his hands on a copy of the yearbook from that year, which was not easy, by the way. I remember him looking through the pictures, trying to find the young woman that looked like him or he looked like. Now, all of this was in search of his family, his connection to other people. You see, he wanted to know his own story. Imagine having such an immense missing piece of your identity, even more. Imagine what it feels like to be an orphan and not to have anyone in the world that really knows you or your story. You have no one to turn to when you're in trouble. You see, this is the word that Jesus uses because he wants us to know who we are and the family connection that we have. This is why we are given the Spirit. The Spirit becomes the source of the assurance of our salvation, as well as the means for a deep life and character change. The Spirit works in us to bring all of this about. This is a beautiful promise of Jesus for us. But notice how deep the promise goes. Because we have the Spirit, the Spirit dwells in us and we have Christ. And because Christ is in God, we too are joined to the Father. This is the bond we have with the Lord of heaven and earth. Talk about belonging. Now, this was true of my intern. It took him a couple of years But when he finally tracked down his biological parents, even then, and even though it was true, he did not quickly build an assurance, a feeling that he was their child. He had the chance to make contact with them and speak with them and come to know them a little bit. The awareness came. But I think it has changed his awareness of who he is and where he came from. And in the end, how blessed he was to have been adopted. You see, Jesus wants us to know that God is our true and loving Father and that we belong to Him. So let's rest in that assurance today as we contemplate the message of this Monday Thursday. Let's pray. Abba Father, there are days when we would doubt the connection with You and doubt Your love. Thank You that no matter what happens, we are secure in You. We rejoice that you have called us your own, your children, and we have free access to your throne of grace. And we pray now in Jesus' name, amen.